Welcome to Navigate the Day, a podcast where I share my personal journey of Stoic journaling. For 365 days, I will be exploring the teachings of Stoicism and how they can be applied to my daily life. This podcast is for anyone looking to find peace, happiness, and fulfillment in their lives. Join me on this journey as I navigate the ups and downs of life and strive to live with purpose and wisdom. Hello, friend, and welcome to Navigate the Day. It is September 12th, 2023. We are currently in the month of fortitude and resilience, and that falls under the final discipline of will. Thank you for joining me thus far on my personal journey through this journaling project. Our episode for today is 255. Be down to earth or be brought down. With that, I'll go ahead and read our quote for today. Zeno also said nothing was more unbecoming than putting on airs, especially with the young. Diogenes, Laertius, Lives of the Eminent Philosophers, 7.1.22. In this passage, Diogenes is describing the philosophy of Zeno, the founder of Stoicism. In this statement, Zeno believed that one should avoid pretentiousness and arrogance, especially when dealing with younger individuals, by emphasizing that nothing was more unbecoming than putting on airs, Zeno was expressing the idea that it's inappropriate and unwise to act superior or condescending towards others, particularly those who are younger or less experienced. Instead, he promoted humility modesty, and a sense of equality in human interactions. In Stoicism, the focus is often on living in harmony with nature and rationality, which includes treating others with respect and avoiding behaviors that might create unnecessary divisions or hierarchies in society. Zeno's philosophy encourages people to engage in genuine and meaningful interactions, rather than trying to impress or intimidate others with a false sense of superiority. So that leads us to today's journal prompt. Where am I putting on airs? Looking back, there are several moments and examples of me putting on airs in one form or another. My arrogance knows no bounds when I'm not careful with it. You would think, with all the shame, guilt, and anger that I feel for myself, that pretentiousness would not be a trait that I would employ, or have even. And yet, there's several times where I have let my arrogance cause issues. You would think, with how critical of I am of myself, that I wouldn't then also have this superiority complex. But I without a doubt overindulge in both of these poor habits more often than I should or care to. 
I think I'm better than those around me, and I don't do a very good job of hiding that I feel this way. Well, I suppose it depends on the setting. Sometimes I put on a mask when it is necessary. In professional settings, I try my best to maintain a level of humility and respect towards my colleagues, but deep down, I still struggle to shake off the underlying sense of superiority that I feel. It becomes evident in moments of disagreement or competition, where I find myself dismissing others' opinions or feeling a sense of satisfaction when I outperform them. It's a constant battle within myself to overcome this arrogance and truly embrace the value of teamwork and collaboration. They don't see this internal conflict, and I'm lucky for that, because who wouldn't be offended by someone acting or speaking as if they are better than them? Seriously, I suck as a person sometimes, but I do strive to be better. I recognize that true growth and success come from working alongside others, not from tearing them down. It's a daily practice to remind myself that the opinions and contributions of others are just as important as my own. I am committed to learning from my mistakes and becoming a more humble and open-minded individual in the process. A more subtle way that I may be putting on airs is in the vocabulary I choose. I have a real knack for using complex jargon, filled phrasing, when something that is more simple and universally understood would not only suffice, it would also go over much better. Part of this behavior probably stems from my love of reading and being praised for having, quote, book smarts from a young age. At risk of putting on airs now, I was told I had a college-equivalent reading level in the second grade. And boy, did that inflate my ego. So much so that it is something I still bring up. Yet, I'm almost 30 and haven't gone to college, so really, I need to let go of this and stop acting like it's something worth bragging about in the first place. Regardless, that is part of where my over-the-top and often condescending language comes in and I'm not too proud of it these days. It causes friction in my relationships with others due to miscommunication and likely resentment, which admittingly can become can come from either side of the interaction. Humility is a subject that has come up often within the writings of the Stoics and myself. Unfortunately, I've noticed that I can be pretty selective in my humility, and this isn't good by any means. For instance, my sobriety is something that I tend to treat with humility. However, I will also turn around and use it as leverage or a, quote, humble brag while having a discussion involving alcohol. Like I've mentioned before, I'm not great at picking a lane and find myself switching my opinions, positions, and impressions at the drop of a dime. Sobriety becomes ugly when I rub it in people's faces as a sign of my superiority to them. It is important for me to recognize that true humility means not only acknowledging my accomplishments, but also being mindful of how I present them to others.
Using my sobriety as a means of asserting superiority or making others feel inferior is not in line with genuine humility. Instead, I should focus on fostering empathy and understanding and using my experiences to support and inspire others on their own journeys towards sobriety or temperance and what that looks like to them. Instead of treating others as inferior or belittling their opinions and interests, I should be deploying empathy, compassion, and a sense of curiosity, looking for wisdom or lessons to be learned from their unique experiences. It's essential to avoid immediately dismissing individuals with diverse backgrounds, interests, or lifestyles. Doing so can hinder personal growth and limit our ability to broaden our perspectives. Embracing diversity and showing respect for others' choices contributes to a more inclusive and compassionate society. In such a society, we can collectively learn from one another and establish meaningful connections. By actively questioning our biases and remaining open to new viewpoints, we can foster unity and understanding, which in turn can have a positive impact on the world around us. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up for today so that I can return to what's essential to me. I'm eager to continue learning more about myself and developing these new or unused skills. I hope that I get more opportunities to show my gratitude and appreciation to those I love. I also need to remain patient as I progress, remembering that all things in life do take time. I enjoy journaling like this as it helps me to reflect daily, and I recommend everyone try it for a while. I feel really good about getting these thoughts out, even when it is difficult or feels unhelpful. So thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble. Stay safe, and until next time, I wish you the best and know you can handle the worst. Peace and love, friend.